Welcome to Behind the Flag podcast. We want to thank our sponsor, Get It Right Enterprises. Get It Right offers great training software to learn football rules. They can be located at www.getitrighttraining.com. Bob Arnone is the owner and founder of Get It Right and has truly provided some great football training to the New Mexico Officials Association. My name is Dennis Barella. I'm a Albuquerque High School football official working line of scrimmage, and I also just finished my first year of Division II last year at the line of scrimmage. Co-host Ken Adent. He is a back judge out of Albuquerque, New Mexico, and also has just completed his first year of Division II college football officiating. We want to thank your support, and we truly hope you enjoy our webinars that can be located at AFOA underscore ref dot com on YouTube and our podcast at Behind the Flag. Here we go. It's um, session number three of the free 10-week virtual course of Get It Right. And before we start, just a reminder, this Thursday will be... um, a presentation given by NFL referee Sean Hockley on the five traits of officiating. We will not have a webinar Saturday morning uh, because of the holiday. So we'll move that to this Thursday. Um, again, NFL referee Sean Hockley. So make sure you uh, tune in and listen to that great presentation. And with that. Uh, okay, we're going to talk a little about holding here. We're going to go here into, uh, you know, looking at the point of attack. Uh, again, this whole notion of holding, using arms, hands, a leg to hook, block, clamp, press, encircle, or hold an opponent in an effort to restrain the opponent. Uh, and this has evolved over the years. Uh, I remember back in uh, 1971 when I last had pads on. Uh, you weren't even allowed to use your hands for anything. Uh, and so all that's changed. So let's kind of we'll, we'll run through this one in a step-through fashion. Uh, that guy starts going in motion. The ball gets snapped. And we're going to watch this guy right here and this guy over here. So you can see that they've got uh, – he's got his right hand stretched out outside of the blue player's frame. And he's got his left hand over his frame there. And then this guy's going to run up uh, through this gap. And you see white 66 is going to wind up pulling uh, uh, that blue player down. And let's go ahead and run that through play through here. So we have holding on the right and some holding on the left. Then I want to take a a little bit of a closer look at this. We'll swing around. And we're going to watch this guy here on the end. So clearly there there's a lot of grabbing and, and fighting and holding going on there, and he kind of ran the guy down to the ground. I want to take a look at this guy right here 
and especially what this uh, guy Blue 55 does. So there's the contact. And then by the time the runner's going through, Blue 55 is starting to come over. And the, the question that we wind up raising here is did this white player really restrain that blue player? And when we talk to some of our teams, we tell the defensive guys, show me something. Show me that you're being held. Show me that you're being restrained. But right now, this guy's just dancing. They're, they're, they're looking for, you know, who's going to take him to the prom. Um, so something like that. Uh, if if we didn't throw a flag on that, that, that may not be a bad thing. Um, if that blue player, that blue team wants to complain about it, you know, I want to see more out of that defensive player uh, to figure out if he's been restrained. You know, this uh, I stopped this at a pretty good time here. You can see uh, this guy is really keeping 51 from engaging there. 51's not even turned. He doesn't have an opportunity to go after that guy. So clearly there was something uh, going on right there. So definite flag right here. You can have a questionable call over here. Uh, by rule, he did have his hands outside the frame. Uh, if you wanted to call that, you could certainly justify it. But uh, I would really want to see more out of that defensive guy. Uh, I mean, shoot, he's not even breaking loose until after the runner's gone. I, I don't know. Uh, I would simply want to see more on that, my opinion. Okay. Let's go into some pass protection here. I, I talked to some of my white hat friends on this one uh, because this one's uh, a little bit tricky. You're going to see, you'll see some action over here on our right side. So what's happening here is blue 78 is actually hooking his arm underneath the right arm of white 77 here. And that's holding him up enough uh, so that quarterback can get that uh, quick pass off. Put this in playthrough. Back it up again. Put this in about the position that that white hat would be in. And that's what he would see. So again, this is one of those issues where I uh, did that hold occur. You know, we could slow this down and zoom in, get a little bit closer. And you can see that he's got that arm hooked in there. We can swing around a little bit and get a look from this angle as well to see that he's got him hooked. Uh, but with that ball being thrown right away, uh, did, did that really affect the play or not? Uh, now, that's uh, that star defensive end, like the coach you had on Saturday that the kid committed to UCLA, you know, maybe that guy would have gotten there quick enough. Uh, to affect that play. So I uh, process that in your mind. Uh, it's an obvious hole. Uh, did it affect the play? 
Uh, so if there's ever an opportunity for a late flag, this is one of those uh, to figure out uh, what may have happened on that. Go to grab and turn here. Umpires, I'm just impressed with what y'all are able to do when you see all this stuff happening here in front of you. Let me go back to the original view. And what we're going to see here is this lineman wrapping his arm around this player here. We have the point of attack happening here. This runner is going to come right up through this uh, little gap. And then that's when that uh, blue player then turns around. And maybe this uh, blue defensive lineman here has a pretty good technique for, uh, you know, spinning out of a block or something like that. Uh, you know, if he does try to do that technique, he's not doing that good of a job here on this one. Uh, let's do a playthrough on it uh, because he is held up a little bit. The runner's already passed him. And then he spins around to try to get uh, start going after him. Referees might be able to help a little bit on this one. So that runner's already going through, and now that uh, defensive lineman is starting to, to break off and go. Now we're going to go for an easy one here. Look at defensive holding. We'll do a playthrough on this. I gets torched. And then anytime we see those defensive guys get torched like that and they wind up in a chase mode, yeah, that's a good indication that something's liable to happen. So there's that nice pull, slow them down. Uh, you know, trying to affect that pass. Now, of course, uh, the way we've got this particular one set up, that's when the jersey is being pulled. We have a second pass. There's a backward pass followed by a forward pass. That's That forward pass hasn't happened yet. So that's something that, that we need to watch for as well. Uh, when you see that happen, uh, throw the flag. When you realize that it's a, a pass play, when did that occur? So we could have either holding which is what we have in this case. But if that ball is in the air, when that hold occurs, uh, now we're going to have defensive pass interference. So you have two potential outcomes there. Uh, ball's in the air right now. He's since let him go, but we'll still have holding on that. Uh, late flag on that. See what the offense wants to do as a result of the play. I think this guy actually catches the ball. Uh, that's our long pass play on the sideline. Um, so as you as you start looking at uh, holding, uh, there's a couple of different uh, sources you can look at. Uh, the coaches want to know really what happened on it. Uh, uh, they're getting more sophisticated, and 
Uh, actually, I, I think we're doing uh, our part as well uh, to go beyond the whole idea of just holding. You know, it was a grab and restrict. It was a hook and restrict. It was a jerk and restrict. It was a takedown. It was a tackle. Um, you know, he's grabbed the hold of the jersey and, and held on. Uh, uh, they, they need to know that. Uh, sometimes they just want uh, to make sure that they feel confident that uh, uh, we're calling what we actually saw. Uh, so there's a little bit of gamesmanship on the coach's part there. But uh, uh, be ready to explain exactly what that hold was. Uh, so this is a little bit shorter tonight as compared to the previous couple of weeks. Uh, you know, holding has got all kind of flavors to it. Uh, I'm sure you all have your own stories about what was holding, what was not. Uh, and, and then uh, talking to the players, if you see holding that was not affecting the play, but at least let them know that you saw that they were holding and that could have resulted in the flag if the play had come their direction. Any questions, any comments? Yeah, there in the chat room, there's one. Let me pull it up for you real quick. I, I don't know if you can see it. Let me get in here. It says, is a flat hand under the breastplate to maneuver a defender to a hold if there's no actual grasp? If uh, the, the way that I've seen most people handle that is if you get those hands inside the frame and, and you're actually grabbing the jersey, uh, now we're, we're really watching to see what that defensive guy is trying to do. If uh, uh, we'll tell the offensive players, uh, keep your feet moving. If you can stay squared in front of that defensive guy uh, and you've got your hands inside the frame and you've got jersey, we're calling that a legal block. Um, but then that, too, is when we're talking to the defensive side saying, you better be trying to uh, do a swim move or, or break contact. Uh, show us that you're being restrained. Um, if you get your feet moving quicker than that offensive guy and, and you're not squared up, uh, you're probably going to get a good holding call right there. Um, uh, but, yeah, if, if, again, if, what, what we tell them, what a lot of places tell them, if they're face-to-face -face and that offensive guy is inside the frame and has jersey, uh, we may not be calling that. Okay, thank you. Uh, Van Romero is a, one of our um, seasoned umpires. Do, do you want to talk a little bit about our philosophy on that, Van, um, if you don't mind? Well, you mean philosophy in general or? Yeah, or... as far as, you know, there's, there's grabbing on every play, but what constitutes a hold for us at the high school level here in New Mexico? Yeah, I mean, obviously point of attack. Um, I, I agree with everything that was said that um, – uh, you talk to the player who's holding, who's not at the point of attack. You know, the, my rule of thumb is uh, if you look at the statistics uh, of holding, there's usually uh, about um, four holding calls a game. 
the referee usually calls one. So my philosophy is uh, I've got to find the three biggest holds uh, that are going to occur during that game. I mean, that's the mindset that I have is that um, there's only going to be two or three holds that are big enough to make a difference that I'm going to call. Uh, so it's not that I'm, I'm not looking for something of, well, maybe that was a hold. Uh, what I'm looking for is something that the flag jumps out of my pocket when I see it. Um, Cause otherwise it's probably not a hold. So, uh, you know, and when I'm, when I'm uh, at clinics and talking to people, that's what I tell new umpires is look for the top two or three biggest holds that whole game. Great. Thank you. And um, we have Leonard Longhorn. He's a regional signer. You want to talk a little bit about how you deal with, with coaches um, sending in video. Of All right. Kind of like what Van said, you know, we don't get the best film so it's got to really jump out and be an obvious hold so most cameras are at the top of the um you know stands shooting down you're not going to see that hand you know slide flat against underneath the breastplate of the shoulder pads or things like that you know but you're going to see the you know the grasp of the jersey and uh the really uh pull and uh hook and turns and grab and restricts so I always tell my guys, you know, don't be too technical on that stuff because, you know, if you can obviously see it in film, then, you know, we can justify it. But if you get too technical, a lot of that stuff, we don't get end zone views and, you know, we don't have the 4HD cameras in high school. So we're not going to see a lot of things you see on Saturday and Sunday. Thank you. You know, listening to Leonard and, and Van, they're talking about being selective. Um, you hear coaches and everybody, 95% uh, of the plays, the entire game, holding, holding. And these guys are talking about picking out the top three in the entire game. That shows uh, patient flag. That shows you know, understanding the play, the philosophy. Um, it's, it, it, that's, that's good stuff, especially for the uh, beginner, intermediate official to learn that philosophy. Yeah, I agree. Um, thanks, thanks for giving us that input, um, Van and Leonard. Really appreciate uh, clarification on what you guys um, see at the umpire position and at the signer position, because Leonard is also an umpire. Uh, Bob, do you have anything else? No, that, that's all I have for this evening. Dennis, when's our next webinar? What's coming up, please? All right. So, like I said before, on Thursday, we're going to have Sean Hockley give a presentation on, on the, I believe he calls it the five traits of officiating um, within the crew. We're not going to have one on Saturday because of the holiday. And then we'll go another week. And on the following Saturday, the 11th, we will have a presentation by uh, Jim Carlpaw, um, how do you pronounce his last Corporate. name? Corporate. Yeah. Corporate. Yeah, he's an ACC uh, side judge. He's also a Division III um, supervisor of, of officials. And he'll be giving a presentation on what he calls Don't Be That Guy. 
And um, I think Leonard Longhorn might have sat in on it. I haven't heard this one yet, but um, did you you said this was a pretty good presentation also, Bob, right? You've, you've heard it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next Tuesday on the 7th, uh, we'll talk about blocking the back. Do blocking the back, we'll talk about pre-blocking zone, uh, watching the entire block, that sort of stuff. Right. Okay, so um, again, Thursday, 6 p.m., next Tuesday, 5 p.m., blocking the back, and the following Saturday, the 11th at 6 p.m., and that's what we have for the next uh, week and a half coming up. Appreciate everyone's time. Enjoy the week. Enjoy your holiday. If we, haven't, if we don't talk to you by then. Appreciate you guys. Stay safe. Thank you, Bob. Uh, you bet. Take care. I know.